We're going to start off Lamed Aleph at the Mishnah, Lamed Aleph. It's important to note, we're going to go through all the different lanings, what we lane on any given day of Yontif, etc., special lanings. So this is the daf that discusses it. Um, it's important to note that there's a lot of them that the Gemara lists that we don't necessarily follow. We'll see. Zuck the Mishnah. I'm not going to say a lot, a few. Okay, Zuck the Mishnah. Pesach, Kairim, Beparshas, Mayadais. Uh, on Pesach, we read Parshas Mayadais, Shalteris Kainim, which is, that is the Mayadais of Emar. We know it as Shar Echesef. The Parsha of Shar Echesef goes through and then it leads into all of the Mayadais. So that's what we read on Pesach. Ba'atzera Shiva Shavuos, that's in Kol HaBachar. Barash Hashanah Bechodesh Hashvi'i Bechod Lachodesh. Okay, that is also in, that's in Shar Echesef. That's another way of saying Shar Echesef. That is what the ton of our Mishnah holds. We obviously don't follow that. We'll see the Gemara will bring down the other deus. First day of Sukkot, we read, we read, again, we read, and the rest of the, the rest of the days of Sukkot, we read the Karbonas Achag, meaning the Pinchas. You know, we have different days. It's, it's Mismata and Baholcha in different days have different carbonos that we read, so we split them up based on the day, um, which is going to be partially true for us. Um, we've covered that extensively, then we'll go through that again here. We've covered that in Tainus, that Mamados, you read the Maiseberatius, of Betanios, um, Betanios, so what do we read on Tanesim, which is, again, not what we do, they said brachos uklalos. Uh, sorry, brachos uklalos. Brachos uklalos. Brachos uklalos. Brachos uklalos. Brachos uklalos. Brachos uklalos. So they would read brachos uklalos and not like we have a yichal moisha. We obviously don't paskin that way. Ein mafsikin. Now that we brought in the brachos and klalos, ein mafsikin beklalos. You don't stop, meaning you don't divide the klalos any of the teichachas into separate aliyas. One person gets the Aliyah, reads them all. So Monday, Thursday, and Shabbos, Mincha, Okay, you read in order. Okay, we'll have to see exactly what this means. It's going to be Machlikis in the Gemara. Okay, now this is going back on why are we reading all these? Why do we have these special readings? So we see that there's a specific mitzvah that you call, that you read each one in the proper time. Okay? So the Haftarah is Pesach Gilgal. Now, now we have, we have two days of Pesach, so Pesach Gilgal. Now it's talking about the Haftarah. So the first Day is the Pesach, current Pesach they made in Gilgal. Lumachar Pesach Yoshio. That was the Pesach, current Pesach they made in the times of Yoshio. That is the Haftarah for the second day of Pesach. 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 We're going to read the Inyanim of Pesach. Ma'apu Simen. So that's Ma'apu, which refers to Mishchu Ukuchu, Imkesef Talves Almi, Psol Lecha, and Vayidaber, which is current Pesach Sheni. So we're saying that that's what you would read on the other days of Pesach. Right, that's when, uh, that's when Paro came. That's when the story happened at the Yamsof. So you read Vayi Bishalach Paro. 
and the second, the last day of the last days, right? Pesach, Yom Acharon, the last day, the last days of Pesach, you read, So now, Amar this is not exactly what we do, because we don't read. So he said, uh, it's not, the first Tanakam in the, in the Gemara said that we read Shara Chesa for both first days. Pesach Mayadam, like the Mishnah said, which is Shara Chesev, you would do that for both the first day and the second day of Pesach. We don't actually do that. And then it sounded like you'd have Mapu. So the way the first Tano was saying is Shara Chesev for the first two days, you'd have Mapu, Mishchu, right? Those, those four parshiyas for the four days of Chalmaid. And then by Yibishalach, and then, um, and then Kola Bachar. That would be the order. Abayah says, no, we don't do that. But in a Noik Alma Lemikri, Meshach, Tura, so that Meshach Tura, that's Michshu Ukuchu. Tura, that's Sharei Chesavayes. So he's telling you the order. Meshach Tura, Kadesh Li Kol Bechar, which the other Tana didn't mention at all. So he rejiggers the order, he pulls one out and puts one in. Okay. Um, so actually, it's right. So it's, it's Sharei Chesavayes. Uh, Mishchu Ukuchu, Sharei Chesavayes. So that is regular Mayadim Bayikra. If you follow, if you want to follow in the chart. Kadeshli Kol Bechar. Bekaspa is in Kesef Talbe. Psal, that's Psal Lecha. And Bemidbara, which is Vaidaber of Karim Pesach Sheni. Shlach, okay, which we said is Bemidbara Shlach, right? And then that is the, so we read that actually on uh, day six. And then, I'm sorry, Shlach is Vayihi Beshalach Paray. Like we said, that's on the seventh day. And then Bukhra's Kol HaBachar, that we read on the eighth day. Okay, so that's the order that Abai says, and that is the order that we follow. That we read Mishchu, Shari Kesef, Kadesh, and Kesef, Psolacha, and then Karm Pesach Sheni of the Haloischa, and then Vayihi Beshalach and Kol HaBachar. Now, Batsaris, what do you do for Shavuos? So he says, Shiva Shavuos. Okay, we read Shiva Shavuos, Tisbar Lach, which is Kol HaBachar again. Maftir Mechabakok. And we are mafter bechabakok acherim omer bechodesh hashlishi that we read. We don't read shiva shuos, but rather, what do we read on shuos? We read bechodesh hashlishi, which is matan Torah. That's Yisroi. U mafterim b'merkava, and we have the mafter is meiser merkava. Okay, that is like shitas Rabbi Yehuda. Remember, we had before we had a machlekes tanaim in the Mishnah whether you could even read. We discussed what things you're allowed to read. What could be read and targum? What could be read and not targum? What could not be read? So there was machlekes tanaim whether or not you're allowed to read meiser merkava at all. Or Behuda said you are. And Taisus over there said impossible. Or Behuda, we see here the Gemara okay, is coming to bear that that we do read the meiser merkava on Shavuos. However, the, we're going to do it in the other order. We do both. Okay, so we're able because there's a machlekes what to do on Shavuos. Do you read Kol Bachar and Chavakok? Or do you read Bechadish Hashlishi and the Maiser Merkava? So we're going to do both, but we do it the other way. Meaning we read Bechadish Hashlishi, we read Matan Torah on the first day, together with the Maiser Merkava. And then on the second day, we read Kol Bachar together with Chavakok. That is the Yitzv Piskam we have. I don't know if you started to do this or not, but we have like Tvila and Chavakok. And then we do the Piyot of Yitzv uh, you'd say Piskam, and then go back to Hashem Has, right? Okay. Barash Hashanah B'chadish Hashvi'i, okay, which is obviously not what we do. Maftir and Haven Yaker, Li Ephraim, V'yish, Emer Mashem, Pokad Asara, that's what we do. We read, Lein Vak, Shem Kad Asara, Maftir, V'chana, V'ina, De'ekatre, Yaymei, 
where we have two days of Rosh Hashanah, so then Yom Kama Kiyesh Aimrim. Day one we do Vashem Pakana Sarah and and the Haftarah is Shiras Chana. Okay, Lamachar the second day of Olu Kimni Sos Avram we read the Akeda Umaftir and Haben Yakeli. Okay, so we do quasi like the first, at least in regards to the Haftarah, but not in regards to the reading. We don't read Mechadish Hashvi at all. Okay, Beyom Kipurim Karanachari Mois Maftir Kikayamar Ram Benisa. That is after of Achare of of um of Yom Kippurim. Uve Mincha Kairin Barayis Umaftirin Biyayna. So Mincha we read the Arayis. Why do we read the Arayis? By when it comes to Yom Kippur Mincha. So Tosus brings two reasons. Lefisha Nashim Mekoshtos Bishvil Kavan Ayoyim because women are all dressed up. Lefisha Chazar Chaskiram Shalich Shilu Bahem. We have to remind people that just because everyone's dressed up nice doesn't mean you're allowed to do anything. So that's one reason. And the second reason, Taisa says, is that we read the Arias because we're invoking, just like a Kaddish Baruch Hu said, that Shaloi Legalois Erva. Kaddish Baruch Hu told us not to be Megala Erva. We're basically, it's a tefillah to Kaddish Baruch Hu to ask him not to be Megala Erva on us, meaning don't reveal the Averis that we did, kind of keep them hidden away so that we can get through uh, Yom Kippur unscathed. Okay, so that's one point. Now, there is a question. There's a famous Shiloh. Um, it was somebody who wrote to the Rekiva Eger. He wanted to know, if you have somebody who's a chayla that doesn't need a fast on Yom Kippur, can he go ahead and get an aliyah, mincha Yom Kippur? So what's the question? The question is like this. Shabbos we read at mincha because of Kedusha Shabbos. On a fast day we read mincha because it's a fast day. Okay, the question is, is Yom Kippur... The fact that you're reading a mincha is it because of Shabbos? Is it because of fast day? Alpipashtus, at least he's learning that the if somebody on a fast day at mincha time, somebody's not fasting, they would not be able to get an aliyah. So that was the Shiloh over here. So he blives Shver. He says so that's the nafkamina. Do we treat do we treat um, Yom Kippur mincha like a Shabbos mincha or like a fast day mincha? And the nafkamina would be whether or not whether or not you're allowed to get. Um, whether or not you're allowed to get an aliyah. Somebody who is not fasting is allowed to get an aliyah. Now, uh, some of the Paiskim, the more modern Paiskim, actually brought, brought down and said that since they would, they would taina that you're allowed to give them an aliyah, since today when we allow somebody to eat, they don't eat a full shear anyways. They eat pachas mikashir, so therefore technically they're still fasting, so therefore technically they would... So the Rebbe Kibaker doesn't he doesn't answer the Shiloh, but uh, it seems like, at least according to that answer, um, there would be a tzad lahaka to give them an aliyah. I still say it's easier to call somebody else up. Okay. Um, okay, so we did. Okay, next. Now, because we, we dealt with, oh, and the, right, so Mincha, we read Arias and Maftir and Biyayna, we read Maftir Yana. Now, because we brought up the Haftarah of Kikaya Mar Hashem, Ram Venisa, so what we're saying is there's a theme in that Haftarah, which is that Akadosh Baruch Hu is on the highest of highs, but where's his attention fo- focused? He's focused on the people, the destitute, the poor, the people who can't help themselves. So that's a theme that we're going to see, and the Gemara is now going to say it's a theme we see Torah Nevi'im and Ksuvim. Then Akadosh Baruch Hu, where we mention how great Akadosh Baruch Hu is, we also mention the, the aspect of his greatness is that he cares about the lowest of people. And that, that's what makes greatness. So... Whoever we list the Gvur of Akash Baruch Hu, Okay, we find his, his uh, humility. 
Dover is a Kasa Batera, Vishina Bin Abim, Mashulash Bixum. We find the same theme in Terra Nabim Exum. Ksid Batera, it says in the Turkish Hashem, El Kechem, Hu El Kechem, El Kim, Vadonia Adonim. How great is a Kodesh Baruch He's the best. El Kechem, El Kim, Adonia Adonim, Uksid Basri, what does it say afterwards? What does he do? What is he focused on? Oisem Mishpat Yosem Valmona. Okay, what's his focus? What, what makes him so great? Oisem Mishpat Yosem Valmona. He takes care of those. Okay, Shana bin Avim, we see it again repeated in the Vim Kayama Ramvini saw that's the half tower of Yom Kippur. That's why we brought it here. Shaykh and Adam Kadosh. What does it say right after that? Vesdake Ushval Ruach. Okay, that the Dake in the Shval Ruach, that's who he's focused to, the people who are crushed, crushed spirits, and people who are in a low place, in a bad place. That's what Kadosh Baruch is focused on. Mishulish Biksuvim, we again see it repeated a third time. Biksuvim, Dechsev, as the Pasuk says, Sulu Lureche Ba'arva Ois. What does it say? Again, so we could mention the greatness of a Baruch Hu. What's his focus on the Avi Yisayim and the Dayan Almanas that he takes care of those that the more unfortunate of people. Okay, back to the leanings of Yantif. So the first day of Sukkot, Karim Parshas Mayadosh, Again, so we read Shari Chasev. Okay, So both first two days of Sukkot we read Sharei Chesav Ayez. Afturi my Afturi Reinon. What is the Aftar? Vayikalu al Melach Shleima. Ushar Kol Yimais Hachag. Karin BeKarbanas Hachag. Okay. Now we have a problem over here. We discussed this in Sukkah. If you remember, Rashi went into this. That we have a problem with how you read here because we can't read the first two days. Because it's Sveika de Yaima. So we get to the third day. So what do we read? So we read on the third day, we read second day, it's Suffolk, second day, second day, Suffolk, third day, if we, you know, according to Sveika de Yaima. So we read second day, third day, fourth day. And the Haftarah is going to be the two days that are Sveika de Yaima, which is second day, third day. And then each subsequent day follows that same theme, okay, ending with Hashanah Rabbah, which we read, hey, Vav Zion, okay, which is the fifth, the sixth, the seventh. And we go ahead and read. We're just because we're out of we're out of spaces. We really read the fifth, sixth, and seventh, fifth and seventh on on the sixth day as well. But on Hashanah Rabbah we read that as well. And the only difference is in the Maftir, the fourth Aliyah is Vav and Zion. Okay, you can see on the chart over here that it's listed out. Now, what about the last days of Sukkot? Kola Bachar, Mitzvahs Vechukim Ubachar. So we read Kola Bachar. But what is the Gemara saying? What's mitzvahs chukim bechar? That refers to aser taser. That since there's a lot of dinim that have to do sukkahs is chaga asif, it's a time when we gather our crops. So that's the time of miser. Therefore, normally when we need extra aliyahs, let's say anytime you read call bechar, if it falls out on Shabbos, so you would read aser taser because you need the extra aliyahs. But on Shemini Atzeris, even if it doesn't fall out on Shabbos, you're always going to read from aser taser because it talks about and meisers and a lot of mitzvahs that have to do with coming into money, which is that is the time of the season, which is the Chaga Asim of Sukkot's time. Therefore, we make sure to read all the way from Asr Tasser. What do we read the next day? It's Vizay Now, Amarav Huna, Amarav, Shabbos Shachali is Bechol So, what about Shabbos Chol Um Sorry, did I skip something? I think I skipped a line. That's the last day. So what we what we keep is Simchas Torah. We read Zayis Habracha. Maftir and Vayamid Shleima. Okay, now Tosis says Yesh Mekaymish and Nagul Haft. 
He says, So the Haftera, the Gemara says, is What do we actually do? Yoshua. So Tosus is trying to bavarn that. What's going on over here? He's, he says it's a mistake. Tosus says it's a mistake to lane from Yoshua. Because the Gemara never brought it up at all. It was never brought up as a Svara. No Namar says that. Tosus is saying that it came from, comes from Haigai and he was taking. Tosus is saying, I don't understand why, um, why, uh, why we're going, why we go ahead and we read that. Um, just to point out that the Ran does give a reason. He says the reason for the Minog is since we read the Petira uh, of Moshe Rabbeinu, so therefore we want to have the, so to speak, proverbial carrying of the torch, where Moshe Rabbeinu dies at the end, his Petira is at the end of Zesabracha, therefore we want to have it passed along, and that's the tab, the reason why we read Yeshua. But again, Tysus is saying he doesn't know where the Makar came from. Um, what about Shabbos Chalamayid? What do we read? We read That is the in Kisisa. We read that both Shabbos Chalamayid, after Pesach Atzama Saibeshes, and Besukas, the Yom Ba Goig. Okay, Bechanaka, we read the Nesim, Umaftirin, what was the Haftarah on Shabbos Chanaka, Beneris and Zechariah, the Emiklash Te Shabbosas, if you have two Shabbos Chanakas, then Kamaisa Beneris and Zechariah, Basraisa Beneris to Shleima. Okay, now, Bepurim, Bayava Amalek, Rashi Chadashim, Rashi Chadshechem, Rosh Chodesh Chalias Beshabbos, Maftirin, Vahayami De Chodesh Bechadshai. So, the Haftarah, we know what you read. You read, like we said, the regular Torah portion plus the Rashi Chadshechem. As an aliyah. Now, what's the haftera? It's v'hayamidei chodesh bechadshay chalias beechad shabbos me esmal maftirin v'yomer loy yehaynas on machar chodesh. So now, if rosh chodesh falls out on Sunday, you read machar chodesh. Now the question is why, right? We know that what do you read? You read nein hamaira. You always read based on whatever the kriya was or whatever the events of the day are. So why are we going ahead and reading machar chodesh has nothing to do with today? So there's a few different answers. One answer, which is more of a drushy answer, which is that Erev, Erev Rosh Chodesh has its own status of a Yantif. It's not Rosh Chodesh, it's Erev Rosh Chodesh. That's also a Yantif. And therefore you read by him and because it is, by saying tomorrow's Rosh Chodesh, that is Me'in Ma'ira. it's a Yantif, it's not Me'in Kriya, right? Because it's a regular partial week, we didn't read any special Kriya that clued us into this, but there are some Rishayim that say that Erev Rosh Chodesh has its own status, and therefore you can lay Machar Chodesh. Others say that, um, the Me'iri says that it's a special, we made an exception, because people didn't necessarily know when Rosh Chodesh was, so we made an exception to this whole, <coughs> we canceled Me'ina Ma'ira, we said it doesn't have to have any Shaykhis, and therefore we allowed it to happen. And the third answer is that, actually the Kolbay says, which is not how we're naive, that he says that the only time you read Machar Chodesh is when it is Rosh Chodesh. Today, Shabbos. So if it's Shabbos Sunday, then on Shabbos you read Machar Chaydesh, and then it is considered Me'in Ma'ira. We're talking about Rosh Chaydesh. We're just referencing tomorrow's Rosh Chaydesh, not today's Rosh Chaydesh, but it is Me'in Ma'ira. But of course, we don't paskin like that. Amar Avuna. Rosh Chaydesh Av, Shechali Yosbe Shabbos. So we're going to read, Maftir Nechad Shechem Amu Adechem Sana Nashi Hayu Alai Lutairach. 
Okay, so what is this Haftarah? This is what we read, and Tysus points this out, Ve'ena Eis and Kain. This is, we, this is what we call Shabbos Chazayin. That's Chazayin Yishayo. That's Chachich HaMalach Adem Sana Alay Dafshi. And Tysus says that we read it, Okay, that is what our minag is. Not, not Rosh Chodesh Av that falls out on Shabbos. My Av. Okay, so we're trying to understand this Pasuk. What does it say? It says, That in the times by Yeravam, when he went ahead and he put up Avaydah Zara, so we basically turned on the Mayadais of HaKadosh Baruch Mayadais have special, what does it mean, Mayadais? Why do we call it Mayadais? Mayadais, the reason we call it Yantav Mayadais is, is a checkpoint. It's a meeting place. It's a, it's a way to check ourselves. As we go through the year, Mayadais are time where we check our, we check, it's a checkpoint where we check our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's what a Mayad is. So he went ahead and he was Mavatal, that he followed Avaydah Zara, he was Mavatal the Mayadais. We don't want people checking in with, him, with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Right? We, he was putting them on the path of Avaydah Zara. So he went in, he was Mavato, the Mayadais. So that's what the Pasuk says. Now, the, what does the Pasuk then say? HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Hayu alai l'tayrach. That this became a pain for me. It was a nuisance for me. What does that mean? My Hayu alai l'tayrach. I'm HaKadosh Baruch Hu l'dayon l'hem l'yisor shechoytin l'fanai. It's not enough that they do chatoyim. El shematrich enoisi leida eiza gzera kasha avi aleim. That I have to sit there and calculate what punishment. Meaning, the Marsha explains that Kaddish Baruch Hu only punishes Mida Kenegan Mida. That it's not just that the Avera Shabbai that Kaddish Baruch Hu is upset at us about. It's also the fact that he, we're now putting him out, so to speak, to fi- figure out what what punishment he should give us as commensurate Mida Kenegan Mida with the Avera that we did. Now, Betishabav Gufa Memav Tirinon. What is the Avtera? Betishabav Amarav Echa Hoysol Lazayna Mikra. My, what do we read on Tishabav? Tanya, we read the Kalos of Eloi Sishmuli. Nasim Bar Yosef Amar, and Ana Yinatsuni Amazeh, the Yesh Ayrim Ad Basai Laida Hara Azais. Okay, so those are all different options that we could read on, t- on Tishabav. However, Amar Abaya, what do we actually read? We read Kisalim Banum of Nevanim, Umaftir, and the Aftira that we have is Asif Asifem Numashem. Okay, now. We said about Mabodos, we read by Sabrisha Silvia, a copy of a Gemara that we had in Titus. But not immediately. How do we know to read, or why do we read by Sabrisha? Right? How do we know to read by Sabrisha? Why do we read by Sabrisha? Aravalmi, Mabodos, because if not for the Mabodos, meaning if we didn't have this concept of davening, then the world could not exist. If not for the Bris, there would be no Shemaim Baaretz. What does that mean? Hashem. Right, Avram says to Hashem by the Brisbane How do I know that I will be zeichet to get the land that I will be zeichet to have Yitzchak that I'm going to have that? So Amar Avram lefnei Hakadosh Baruch Hu Bereshalam Shemach Chas Vishol Chemach Shemach Chas Vishol Chas Vishol Yisrael Chaitim Lefanecha. Maybe so I understand you're going to give me, but maybe you'll take it away. Maybe the Yidden will go ahead and do Averis, and they're going to lose the land. Okay, so. You're going to destroy Kal Yisrael if they are chaytin. So Amar Lai, Kadosh Baruch Hu said, "No, Lav, I will not destroy Kal Yisrael." So Amar Lafanav, Rabbeinu Shalom. So, so now Avram went back to him and said, "Amoida, how am I going to know that you're not going to destroy Kal Yisrael even if they do have heirs?" Amar Lai, he said, "Kali Eglam Mishleshes, the Eis Mishulash Vayel." Okay, Vesar Vegoizal. So he bring the Karbanas. And basically, what Kadosh Baruch Hu was telling Avram is, you know how 
What is the guarantee that I won't destroy Klai Yisrael? Because even when they're chaytin, they'll have karbanas. And the karbanas will be machaper. Frek the Gemara. Amr lefad of Rebbeinu Shalolam. Tinach. So, Frek the Avram to HaKadosh Baruch Okay, that's good when, there's the, when you have the base of Mikdash Kayim. Bismarck, Shein Mikdash Kayim, Matei Aleim. What are they going to have as a kapara? Amr lefad of Rebbeinu Shalolam. Tinach. So, Frek the Avram to HaKadosh Baruch Hashalolam. So we have the Seder Kabbalas, which is essentially the mind, the Ma'amadais, calls Mancha Karim Bahem, Malon Yalechem, Ki'ilu, Ma'krivim, Lefanai Karbon, Ma'achal, Anabon, Sechem. And as we spoke out in Titus, that the whole world exists because of Klai Yisrael. If Klai Yisrael were to be destroyed, then the world would be destroyed. And therefore, we read Bereshis because the Ma'amadais, which is the Tefillah of the Karbanas, is what's Mechaper, and that is what's Mechaim, the world. So we read Bereshis to uh, represent that, to memorialize that. Okay, next. Betainus, brachos, v'klalos, v'ein mafsikim, v'klalos. Okay, so we say on Titus, what do you read? You read brachos, v'klalos. By the way, do not be mafsik when it comes to the close. Menon, immediately, how do we know you're not mafsik when it comes to the close? Didn't we say before, though, that Hashem says with these karbonos for being so bad, but now we're saying, yeah, but whenever you do them, you get the... You're saying what you said before, that Kashmir said, doesn't it? I got it, though. I'm calling the Agatha card. I hear what you're saying. Okay. Minah um, Animili. How do we know that you don't, you don't have, meaning you don't divide the Kalos into separate aliyas? Amar Abkhir Bagamda, Amar Avasi, Damar Kra, the Pasuk says, Musar Hashem Bini Al Timas. So when you take breaks in the middle of something, it shows that it's hard. Climbing up, climbing up a, a tough mountain, you take breaks in the middle because you're showing how hard it is. So breaks, when you have to break in the middle of something, it shows that you're disgusted by it, that you're not interested really. Okay, so therefore, we're saying that because you don't show that you're disgusted by the Moser, therefore don't take breaks. Because we don't make a bracha on Peronius. Now, here, this is a question. That the Gemara, we're saying the reason you don't call different people up is because you can't make a new bracha. But in the times of the Gemara, that was only later, in the times of the Gemara, they did it, or at least originally, one person made a bracha for everybody. So what's pshat? So the way the Mepharshim learned is that even according to the... First of all, there's two, there's two answers. Even according to the Manda Amram that say that only the first person, last person made a bracha, each person that got an aliyah really needed to make a bracha. They're just yaitza with the bracha the first person and the last person made. So it's like Shemeya Ka'ina. So really, even though they don't physically make the bracha, they don't express the bracha, it's considered as if they made a bracha and it's considered a hafsik bracha. <coughs> Okay, even if they're not making their own bracha. That's one. Second answer that they give is that it's optional. Even in those days, it was optional. The person could actually go up and make his own bracha if he wanted to. It wasn't a din that you, only the first person makes bracha and the last person. Could be that in the shul, they could have had a minug and each person would have wanted to make their own bracha. They could do that as well. Okay, so that's two answers. Okay, so what do we do? Meaning, how do we make sure to not break up the Teichachah. Tanak shu maschal, maschal v'pasach shalafnehem. Okay, meaning because what the Gemara is asking is, well, if you stop right before the Kala and pick up right after the Kala, you're also giving a bracha on the, on the Kala. So what we're saying is, add on from before and after. So maschal, maschal v'pasach shalafnehem, v'chshu m'sayim, m'sayim v'pasach shalachrehem. You add a pasuk afterwards. Teichachah points out, of course, it doesn't necessarily mean one pasuk, it depends on the situation because you have to have at least three psukim you can't end three pesukim before parsha. You can't begin three pesukim into a parsha. So you still have to follow those rules. So, but there could be a situation where there is one pasuk, like we have Ela Debrei Habris at the end of Kisavai that we add on. That's one pasuk, 
Okay. By the way, this that we said, you can't break up the Teichacha, is Ela B'Kolosha B'Teris Kaidim. That is only in B'Chu Kaisai. Ela B'Kolosha B'Mishnah Teira, Paisik. When it comes to the Kolos in Mishnah Teira, you are able to. Okay. So, my time, why? Halalu B'Losh and Ramim, Amras, Umayshem Piyagvura Amran. Because the ones in Bechu Kaisai were coming from Akadosh Baruch Hu Balash and Rabim, and Moshe sent them over. So what we're saying is that the ones in Bechu Kaisai were, were from Akadosh Baruch Hu, and the ones in Devarim Kisavai were Moshe Rabbeinu's own claws. Now, Tosus points out that even the ones, Moshe Atzmai Baruch HaKadosh. So we have to understand fundamentally, and the Gra says this, what is the difference between Bereshish Shmois Vayikra Bamidbar versus Devarim? That anything that existed in Bereshish Shmois Vayikra Bamidbar, that was Hakadosh Baruch Hu the Shechina speaking mitoich groinay shal Moshe. He the Shechina was speaking through Moshe. It wasn't that the Shechina gave it over to Moshe and Moshe gave it over to Kal Yisrael, interpreted and gave it over. It was direct from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, as opposed to Devarim. That is, it's Baruch HaKodesh, says Taisus. What does that mean, Piyatzmai? That Moshe was Makabalit, processed it like any Navi, was Makabalit, and then did Shlichos of the word of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that is the fundamental difference between Bereshish, Moshe, Vayikram, and Midbar, those four, versus Devarim. Devarim is like, Moshe was acting like a Navi, where he got something, he has a Devar, he has a, a mission to deliver a certain message. Lady Barbuti, have a card game game. He was uh, going very quickly. Okay, he was reading the Teichachal. He was like stuttering it. Okay. Um, Rashi says. He said, uh, you could stop in the middle. If you don't want to read it, you don't have to go ahead and read it like this. You could stop. Because he was in the middle of the Kisab. You're allowed to actually stop. Ezra Tikalim Yisrael Sheyu Karim Klala Shabbatayus Kohanim Kodim Atzeres that you read the Klalos of Bechu Kaisai before Shavuos. Mishnah Torah Kodim Rosh Hashanah. My time, Amar Rabbi Vitemir Reish Lakish Kedeisha Tichla Shana Bekilosa. So the year with its Klalos ends. Okay, now Bishlamish of Mishnah Torah Ika Kedeisha Tichla Shana Bekilosa. So in Mishnah Torah makes sense because when does Kisava fall out? It's right before Rosh Hashanah. Good. Ela Shabbatayus Kohanim. So I understand that falls out right around Shavuos time. Atu Atzeres Rosh Hashanah is Atzeres is Shavuos at Rosh Hashanah. The Gemara says, yeah, it actually is in Atzeres Navi Rosh Hashanah. He did Tanan, as we learned in the Mishnah about Atzeres Al Peres Elon. So we see that it is considered one of the Rosh uh, one of the Rosh Hashanah, and therefore we were misakin it at these two times. Now Tanya Rabbi Shimon Alazar Eimer. Rabbi Shimon Alazar says, if Yoyru Lachaz Zekedim Sasser, if old people tell you. <coughs> To destroy the Yaladim Binay, and young ones advise you to build, Sasurv Al Tivna. Destroy and don't build. Listen to the older people. The wiser people have the advice. Because the destruction of an older person is actually Binyan. Binyan Urin Stira. And the, the building of a young person is Stira, meaning when you're young, you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. So similar Davar. Rechava ben Shlomo. The Rechava ben Shlomo, he had two choices. He could listen to the old people or he listened to the young people. He listened to the young people, okay, and it ended up causing the division of the Malucha. Now, why is this here? What we're saying is like this. So a very nice shot. And it has to do with the 
us before. What did we say? What's this concept of, if you, why do we listen to an old person? Because when they tell you, destroy, right? When they tell you, sosor, it really means build. That you can't look at the here and now. You have to understand they have the vision. They have the experience to understand what it's going to look like in the future. It looks like they're destroying now, but really they're building. And you just don't understand it yet. That's where, the, that's where their wisdom comes in. So too, over there, we're, we're bringing this memra in regards to the Klaus. That what we're reading the Klaus now, what we're saying is, don't worry. Yes, you have to internalize the Klaus now, but let's focus on the future. Yes, there's the, we're reading the Klaus now, but it's to get us to a future goal of a place where, so that it's Tich Lashon and that we can start a new year with Brachos. That's the theme. Okay, we're trying to make a run for the end of the Mishnah. So now we're talking about, we know you, we read on Shabbos Mincha, Monday and Thursday, so from where? <coughs> so we say, wherever we stop the weekly Torah reading on Shabbos, Sham Karim Mincha. That's where you pick up Mincha. Mincha, Sham Karim Bishani. And then you continue, right? So what we're saying is, <coughs> maybe it's giving me a, Right? You're saying, okay. Um, <coughs> maybe, it's telling, maybe it's giving me a message telling me to stop here. I think the water will help you go. Do you think so? Okay. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. So, Makam Shema Mincha. So, again, we continue reading Mincha, and then, B'Mincha Shem Karim B'Sheni, on to Monday. B'Sheni Shem Karim B'Chavishi, wherever we left off on Monday, we pick up on Thursday. B'Sheni Shem Karim L'Shabbos, that would make our Shabbos morning laning a lot shorter. We basically would take three aliyahs from Mincha Shabbos Monday and Thursday. Divrei Emer, that's from Meir Shita, Rabbi Yehuda Emer. He says no. Makam Shem Asikim B'Shabbos Shachris, Shem Karim B'Mincha, B'Sheni B'Chavishi, L'Shabbos Haba, that's how we do it today. We, we start again from the same place that we end the last Shabbos. We start Mincha Shabbos, Monday, Thursday, and the next Shabbos. Amr of Zerah Halacha, Makosh Ravsikim, Shabbos Shachris, Sham Karmen Mincha, Uvisheni Vashabbos, Lashabbos Haba. Unfortunately, we have the longer Shabbos reading. Okay, that is what we do. And that is, um, <coughs> that is what we do. Why don't we say that Lacha is like Rabbi Yehuda? The answer is Misham de Afchi Lahu, because the Shitas got. Um, mixed up. Some people re- misquoted the shittas in the wrong way, and therefore we just want to make sure that we have the halacha in the right way. Now this is talking about what order do you make a bracha. So one Tana says, Peseach, you open up the Torah, v'roya, you look at what you're going to read from, goyl, you roll it back, umavarech, make the bracha v'roya, v'choyzer, u'peseach, you open up the Torah, v'kari, and you read. That's her mayor. She did her mayor. Yehuda says, no. Peseach v'roya, <coughs> you open it, you look at the Torah, look at where you're going to read, umivarech, you make a bracha while the Torah is still open, you don't read close to Torah, v'kaira, my time in the Rameir, why do Rameir say that after, when you're making the bracha, you reclose, you re-roll the Sefer Torah, kidu ula, he's going like, ula damar, ula amru that the person who's reading the Torah should not help the mitargamon, because we don't want people to think that there's a targum written in the Torah, Therefore, we say, stay in your lane. There's a Targumon, he does the Targum, you do the reading of the Torah part. Finish. So too, just like we don't want people to think that Targum is written in the Torah, so too we don't want people to think that the Berchus Torah is written in the Torah. Rev Yehuda, he says, Targum 
Limiti, right? He says that you can keep it open because no one's going to think that the brachas are in the Torah. Targum into Limiti, people might think the Targum's in the Torah. However, brachas like a Limiti. No one's going to think the brachas, right? Because I guess what that means is like the Targum, it makes sense. It would be like a cool thing. You have Torah Targum written in there. Obviously, you're not allowed to do that, but at least it would be helpful. But otherwise, the Sefer would have to write Birchas Torah on every single Amud of the Torah. So no one's going to think that, 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 come on, nobody... No, no one's going to think that, and that's why Rabbi Huda says that you can keep the Torah open when you make the bracha. So the halacha is that you keep it open. What we do is we look away, but you keep it open. Let's say the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda. Why do we? Why do we say the halacha is that you open it, you look, okay, you make the bracha and you read? Why don't we just say halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda again? Because the shitas got switched, so we want to make sure that you know what the right halacha is. Next, Now, this is very unclear as, a, as exactly what this is. Rashi, in one shot, says, Rashi doesn't know. So, um, there is one explanation of what this means, luchais and bimais. It actually means, so bimais, Rashi says, that's the things that the king would stand on to read from the Torah. Um, that was so that's what the king would read from that's the Bima but the Luchas we don't really know what it is some say that it's actually Sfarim like books like Archumashim that have book covers that's what we call Luchas and when we're saying that it doesn't have Kedusha we mean it doesn't have it doesn't, it doesn't have Kedusha Sefer Terah it doesn't follow the same rules as we saw earlier in the Perak that we discussed that exactly when you sold a Sefer Torah, you could only buy a Sefer Torah. When you sold Nevi'im, when you sold uh, right, one, one Sefer, Bereshus, whatever. Right? So what we're saying is that Chumashim, Sfarim, don't have that same Kedusha. Amr of Shifta. Now we're going to have a bunch of members and that's what we're going to end with. Amr of Shifta, Amr of Yechanan. So Amr of Shifta, Amr of Yechanan, a Galil Sefer Torah, the person who does Galila. Now in those days, Ramah points out that Hadma Galila were done by one person. I guess more like the Sfarim. Okay. Right, you guys have one person does Hagman Glila? It's all together in no, one? No, there's no Glila. It's just Chabad, Chabad does that, I believe. Okay. Chabad, right, Chabad. Okay. But well, then have one person do the Hagman So, Hagoyl Sefer Teret Tzarech Sheamidenu Al Atfar. Now, when you do the, that's what we're, we're calling it Hagoyla, but really it means Hagba, like what we would call Hagba. When you do the Hagba, make sure that it's on the Tfar, on the Reem, that it's in the middle, okay, because we have to make sure that it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't uh, rip, okay, right? Next. Okay, so what we're talking is like this. Let's say you have a Sefer Torah. Now there's two luchos, right? There's two rolls. So the way Rashi explains this is, let's say you want to move it. You're there on your own. You have nobody to help you. You put the Torah in your lap, okay? So you'll have, you'd face it. You know what? You, you, you're going to turn with one hand and then the other side's going to be free moving, Okay, just like when you roll on the bimo, you do it with two people, but you have one person that holds the Sefer Torah to make sure it doesn't fall off. Similar type of idea if you were doing it sitting down on a chair on your own. So what we're saying is, when, if you have to pick which one to move, move the one that's further away from you to switch parshias, because the freestanding one you want closer to your body so that it's for freestanding. If it falls, it falls into your body. As opposed to if you would move the one that's closer to you, right, if that's the one you're playing with, the other one just... <laughs> falls down on the floor. Okay, so move, that's what we're saying, that move, 
manipulate the one that's further away, now, when you're tightening it, okay, this is a separate thing. Again, same idea here. You want to know which one to tighten. Don't, don't when you're rolling it, to close it up. <coughs> when we say tightening, we mean to close the Sefer Torah. Don't roll from the outside because then your hand, right, you'll go like this, your hand covers the Ksav. We want people to be able to read the Ksav as you're rolling it. So roll it from the inside out. Roll up the Ksav. Don't cover the Ksav to roll it. Remember, <coughs> shift to that. That's the next one. Sorry, again from the inside, so that you're closing the sefer Torah and your hand doesn't cover anything that's exposed writing. Not from the outside, because then you'll have your hand out covering the ksav as you close the sefer Torah. If there's ten, we, the reason we call it ten is because you need a minion to read Torah. So we're so we're not, we don't mean that ten are reading Torah. We know there's only seven aliyahs. But we're saying when you have a minion of people reading Torah, <coughs> the one who's greatest, he does the galila. Okay, what we're saying is here is that Hagba galila is the greatest covered. And therefore, okay, the galo, the you want to know who do you give the who do you give galila to? You give it to the greatest one. kulan. The galil, he takes schar for all of them. Don't show Maybe asar shakar batara gol sevatara kibel schar kulan. He takes the schar for all of them. So the Gemara says, what do you mean schar kulan salvadaidach? What does that mean? You really you want to say that he gets schar, uh, schar kulon? Really? So they don't get any schar? There's a bunch of people that are involved, right? Guys like a psicha, all the aliyahs, everything. Only the gul gets the schar. They don't, he takes all their schar? No. What does it mean? Ella emas kibel schar keneged kulon. Okay. Next member. Now this is, again, this... So, so far we've had the same members of Rav Shifta but we've stayed on point. They had to do with uh, reading Torah, which is the theme of our parak over here. Now, this is just because another member of Shifta of Yechanan, that how do we know, how do we know that you listen to a baskal, right? So if you hear an inner voice coming down, that you listen to it, as the Pasuk says, your ears should listen when they hear something that comes me'acharecha lemar. Okay, so we see you should listen. Now, when do you listen? If you, let's say you hear, normally let's say you're walking through a city, there's a bustle of noises, men's voices in the marketplaces, etc. So if you hear one specific voice very loud, right, then you know that that's a baskal. We're saying, how do you know it's a baskal? Well, you know that's a baskal because you wouldn't be able to hear normally one voice over the bustle of a, of a city. So it's even, the kol itza bedabra. Now, but when you're in the forest, even if you hear a lady's voice, okay, we're saying it doesn't need to be a booming voice, even if it's a lady's voice in the forest. So since, um, uh, since, since you're in the forest, there's not a whole bustle of voices, so we could say that that's a baskal and you should listen. Now, when do you listen to a baskal? It has to say, hin, hin, lav, lav. It has to say, in order to know that it's a baskal, it has to repeat it. It has to say it two times, whatever it's telling you to do. Do it or don't do it, okay? Whatever it's telling you to do it. Do it, don't do it. It should say do it twice or don't do it twice. And then you know it's a basketball. You should listen. Remember, Rav Shifta Rav Okay, now back to Rav Shifta Rav Yechanan and uh, Kriya Satira. told you don't listen to a basketball. Huh? No, you listen to the basketball, but if the basketball tells you don't, whatever you were thinking about doing, don't do it, don't do it, says it twice, then you listen to the basketball. 
Somebody who reads the, from the Torah without the trap, he teaches Talmidim without a tune. Okay, we see that it's a curse. You're going to have okay, because you're not giving it over in a nice way. He doesn't have a good voice. So therefore, mishpatim la yichyu bahem karisabe. You're going to say that he's going to be chayiv misa. Okay, meaning, I, look, how can you say that just because a guy skips the trap? Ella kedram misharshi. What does it mean? It doesn't have to do with the trap and the tune, but rather it's the amar shnei tamid chacham yoshim be or achas be nechin and zezam alacha that they don't sharpen each other with alacha. They don't learn together. Okay, that that is something that is that they're not going to learn proper halacha, and then it's going to be mishpatim leyichu bahem. We've had shatim in this before. Amar of Parnach. Amar Rabbi Yechman kolaychas sefer Torah aram. If a person holds the sefer Torah aram, right, meaning without anything in between, he touches the cloth with his fingers. Nikbar aram. He's going to be buried aram. Aram salkadaytach. You're going to be buried naked. What does that mean? You're not going to get the mitzvah. So the Gemara says, no mitzvahs? You lose all your mitzvahs if you touch the cloth of the Sefer Torah? You're not going to get the mitzvah. You do the glila or, okay, or whatever mitzvah it is, you're not going to have the mitzvah of doing the glila if you touch, if you touch the cloth. Now, Tesis learns this differently. He says, well, of course you're not going to get the mitzvah. If you didn't do the mitzvah properly, and you're not supposed to touch, and you're doing the mitzvah of glila, and you end up touching you touch the parchment with your fingers, of course you're not going to get the mitzvah. So he says, no, we're talking about the mitzvah's kriya. What we're saying is like this. Let's say you go ahead and you touch, you touch the Sefer Torah while you're doing the kriya. Not only are you not going to get the mitzvah of, I guess, rolling the Sefer Torah or whatever it is, but you're, not, you're going to lose your mitzvah of kriya's Torah, even though the kriya's Torah had nothing to do. Right? So I understand by glila, I had to be goylo, I had to you know, move, manipulate the scroll, so I lose the mitzvah. He's saying you're going to lose your mitzvah's kriya as well because it's tangential to this mitzvah, you didn't do it properly. Amar Rav Yanai, Bered Rav Yanai. Amar Rebbe Yanai, Bered Rav Yanai, Saba, Mishmir, Rav Yanai, Raba, Mutaf Tigol, HaMitvachos, Vayigal Sefer Torah. Okay? Now this is a separate din saying that when you have to roll up a Sefer Torah, don't lay, so in those days, they didn't have like a fancy custom-fitting mantle like we have with the holes on top. They would just roll the Sefer Torah with cloth. So what he's saying is, don't put the Sefer Torah down, put the cloth on it, and then roll the Sefer Torah with the cloth to roll it up in the cloth, because that's not covered a Torah. Rather, what you do is you have to roll the cloth around the Sefer Torah, hold the Sefer Torah where it is, and roll, roll the cloth around. That's more respectful. It's not respectful to take the Sefer Torah, put it down in the cloth, and then move it, roll the Sefer Torah. Okay. Finally, Mitzvah Okay, so we see there's a mitzvah. Now, there is a machlikis rishenim. It says, Why do we lane special inyane hamayadim on mayadim? The Pasuk says, There's a machlikis rishenim, whether or not that means that kriya for yantif is daraisa, or it's only dindarabaran, and this Pasuk is an asmachta. But we see it is a machlikis rishenim. Pashat understanding, when you look at the Pasuk, is that it's a dindar raisa. Okay? Next. Now, Tanur Abad, Amayshi Tikal Vesoshi, Yushan, Vedoshi, Binyana, Shal Yayma, Helchus Pesach, Pesach, Helchus Ateres, Batseres. Okay, you can read the last couple words on your own, but I just wanted to point out one thing over here. It's interesting. So we're saying that there's a special din to be derish on the halachas of Yantav. I, what do you mean, Shleshim Yem Kaidem Achag? 
So what do you mean you're derish ayadim? What about the 30 days before? So the answer is, I'm going to bring down that there's two different, the 30 days before is when you start being derish on the preparations for yadim. So let's say for Pesach, to get rid of chametz. For Sukkot, how to build a sukkah, how to buy an eser, how to, you know, how to get the right eser, how to get the kasher lulav, right? So that you would, those, that's what they would dash the 30 days before. But on Yantif itself, they would also, there was a, a day to, to be derish. The halacha said it were specific to inyani of Yantif, the hilchas Yantif. The things that you needed to know for Yantif, they would be darshan on the other things you needed to do. The stuff you needed to prepare for Yantif to do to prepare, that they would be derish 30 days before. That's another reduction.